And they're off. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Welcome to podcast number five for the Crusaders of New Temple. I am Ankan Su. And I'm Saya. And we're here to talk to you again, once again, and have some fun, hopefully. Uh, maybe even teach you a thing or two. Plus, we're going to change this thing up a little bit. Since we're finally on podcast number five, and they're happening every two weeks now, we're really hoping to make them so they don't suck. And if they don't suck, maybe you'll send us emails. Yeah, we still want those emails. I mean, nobody's given us anything to, to cover. We, Hey, there's only two of us. We're coming up with ideas and things to talk about, but we really could use your input. Yeah, I was even in on the uh, in the downloads of uh, iTunes stores, and uh, nobody's even rated us yet. Hey, we don't even have a one star. So that must make us a five star. I'll assume we're a massive five star until we see otherwise. I even went and checked the Great Britain, the Euro, the Australian, the US, all the stores. Now of course as you know we're Canadians up here so you gotta remember that up here in the Great White North in the wintertime we don't have a whole hell of a lot to do. So we want to read your stuff so send it in to us. At any rate we're going to cover on this podcast I am going to cover the Pilgrim's Pride achievements that I accomplished and the ones that I didn't accomplish. Everyone knows Pilgrim's Pride, uh, or Pilgrim's Bounty, actually. Pilgrim's Bounty, it just uh, recently passed us by. And I'll uh, make mention and talk a bit about Winter's Veil, which is coming on, starting on December 15th. And I'm going to talk about my favorite place, the Battlegrounds. Um, I have started a couple of new characters, a priest and a shaman. And I'm taking that priest in from level, so as I hit level 10, started the battleground. So talk about that first two levels in the battlegrounds and how tough it can be and how, how it started to get easier. Okay, and I'm also going to give you some more information on the auction house and let you know on how much gold I've made this week just because I love teasing all you folks out there that are poor that, uh, well, if you work the auction house, you will never be poor again. And we're going to do something really weird. We're going to throw some news in here. Talk a little bit about the things that are happening about World of Warcraft that aren't actually in the game. So, welcome once again to the Crusaders of New Temple, podcast number five. And now, oh yeah, we got to, forgot to mention that. We, uh, we'll start that once again. Anyway, we got a word from our sponsor here. We'll leave that spot right there's never been a better time to get on the internet than now. Fire Dragon Hosting offers all the tools you need to get started fast and easy, including one-click install of the most popular of blogging programs, WordPress. With that, you can be online tonight and showing off your website. So now that you're ready to get on the web, Fire Dragon Hosting is the place to go. Stop by FireDragonHosting.com today for fast, easy, simple installation of your website. Okay, so we also need to uh, cover a little bit about what we've done in Warcraft this week. So, anyway, um, what have you been up to the last couple weeks in uh, in the game there, Thea? Well, I've been bringing Thea in to do a little mining for ore and making my Titan steel. I really haven't been playing him. Yeah, uh, you've made him up to level 80, haven't you? Oh, he's been level 80 for a month now. Uh, that's when you sort of get lazy, I understand. Uh, you kind of get bored with it. Because all you can really do is go do quests that aren't giving you experience points. You can go, you can go collect your materials that you need for your crafting, and I've been doing that. I, I, I tend to do that, 
And other than that is you can do the heroics because you, mm -hmm. you do want to increase your gear so you can do some of the really nice stuff. Mm -hmm. But I said, got them to 80, you made an achievement of getting to 80, you kind of yeah. get bored with it. I'll get back on them. So what else have you been up to? Been playing my Rogue. I've got him to 49 since the last time we had our podcast. He's, I guess, three quarters of the way to 50. I'm kind of milking that because in the battlegrounds at 49, you're top dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you hit the battlegrounds when you hit 50, you're going to get squashed. Yeah, all over I go again. back to 50. I'm at the bottom of the totem pole again. So it's been kind of nice. Like I did start a shaman and I started a priest. What? Altaholic? My God, man. No, I'm trying to learn a little bit about all the different ones. By playing uh, them, I may be able to learn how to kill them easier. Oh, that's a good plan. That's actually a really good plan. But um, Shaman was kind of fun. The priest is, priests are pretty tough. I mean, they've got attack spells, but <laughs> you eat up your mana on just one fight trying to level up. I mean, it's hard. I mean, mana's getting easier because the mana starts taking some hikes at... Pretty much took a big hike at level 12. Yeah, but patch 3.3 is supposed to be dropping pretty soon, and I understand that mana is going to regenerate quite nicely in the new patch. Uh, I'm regenerating right now with the priest. I think it's 30 every five seconds, and that's when I'm not casting, which is pretty good. Yeah, it's supposed to get better with the new patch, though. But um, and that uh, that priest shield, I don't know what it is. I, mine never stays up right now. But I tell you what, I can't knock them down on these other priests in the, in the battlegrounds. Well, I haven't figured that one out myself either. I don't know what it is. There's got to be some something out there that I'm not doing right or or maybe... Um, At any rate, well, I haven't been a, a glyph whole... or something. I don't know. Well, there's probably a glyph for it out there. At any rate, I haven't been a whole hell of a lot busy. Um, Ankan Su has now sitting there getting some syphilis. I mean, out in uh, syphilis. <laughs> and uh, having himself a good time. Uh, it's a miserable place. I understand why I've heard such bad things about it. He's about uh, halfway to 55 now, finally. Um, so pretty soon I'll hit that 55 and I'll probably take a break and go make a death knight just for the fun of it. No, you got a 58 for the death knight. I heard it was 55. No, I thought it was 58. Alright, so we're all liars. I'll have to look that up and find out for certain. At any rate, I uh, did do the uh, Pilgrim's Bounty uh, achievements, though, or I did uh, half of them. And one of the tough things about doing Pilgrim's Bounty, especially if you're a rogue, you spend a lot of time as a fucking turkey. <laughs> um, you, one of the, one of the uh, quests to do in uh, Pilgrim's Bounty, or should I say achievements, is the... Uh, is the tur... No... Yeah, the turkey lurkey. That's the one where you get the turkey blaster, and you go out there and you find rogues of every race, and you blast them with the turkey thing, and you turn them into a freaking turkey. Well, as a rogue, every time I turned around, I was a freaking turkey. It was driving me nuts. But anyway, I had fun playing that. Uh, Pilgrim's Bounty was lots of fun. I got the Pilgrim's Paunch by going to all the different tables in all the major cities and sitting down and eating. I got the Pilgrim's Progress, which is uh, doing all of the Pilgrim's Bounty dailies. 
And I got the cooking skills, of course, because I'm a massive cook. And one of the cool things about it is, even if you've got low cooking skills and you do the cooking things in Pilgrim's Bounty, you can crank your cooking right up to maximum in no time flat by cooking all the stuff they offer. Oh, so they made them? They didn't just? They didn't drop in their capability? They're they're all they use them? they're all in different. Well, you, they drop in their capability, but they're at different levels. It's like when you have to make the turkeys, you have to you can get your level right up to almost 300 just by doing the turkeys when you can start making them. Wow. So there's uh, there's a lot of benefits in that one there. It's too bad it's all gone for folks, but there's always next year if you've got an alt. Um, did the sharing is caring. And then the really cool one called Food Fight, where you start chucking food around the table at anybody around and you bounce it off their head. Yeah, that was pretty funny. I did that one. That one was loads of fun. So at any rate, I did all that. I'm uh, now getting prepared for Winter's Veil, which is starting on uh, December 15th. I'm going to see how many of these ones I can uh, I can accomplish. There's, well, it looks like one, two, three, four. It looks like there's about ten, ten or so achievements you can accomplish during the uh, Winter's Veil. Well, as soon as I catch you up at 55, you're going to the battlegrounds. Yeah. I tell you, with two rogues and on Ventrilo, we should be able to kick some butt. Yeah, we'll kick some butt in the level 50s. Because we'll be able to talk to each other and work things out. So at any rate, I've done that. My other characters, well, they haven't done a heck of a lot. I've just sort of been uh, playing with them, log them off, do a few things. And then, of course, I spent a lot of time in the auction house, which I'll discuss a little bit later in the podcast here. Okay, so we're going to talk to you about emails, or the lack thereof. We actually... Nobody's sending us anything. Wait a minute. Tick, we're not recording? Tick, tick. Oh, yeah, we're recording. Oh, I was okay. just holding off here. It's running. And you think I'm going to edit these bloopers? You're nuts. <laughs> Yeah, you nobody's sending us anything. <laughs> I I just don't have the time to edit all the crap out of this thing anymore. At any rate, there's a good possibility we may move to the explicit tag too because life is just really harsh. At any rate, he has a hard time watching his language. Yeah. At any rate, <coughs> what do we got? Well, we've got some uh, spam here. Yeah, well, no, not really. At any rate, no emails. You should be sending emails to Ankonsu, that's A-H-K-O-N-S-U, at NewTemple.com. That's N-U-T-E-M-P-L-E.com. And Thea at NewTemple.com, T-H-A-E-L-A-H. So send us your emails or go leave us some uh, feedback on iTunes. You know, we welcome it all. We really want to know the good, the bad, the ugly. I mean, hey, how do we know if we suck if nobody tells us so? We'll just continue. We just, can, we we'll just continue. continue. We, look, we sound pretty good by now. Well, yeah, that's what that's our own opinions, and you know. Well, that's the only thing we got to go on. Nobody's given us anything. So at any rate, I also want to toss a couple little shout-outs out there today. Uh, I've been listening this past couple weeks to uh, Bind on Equip, and I've been listening to a couple other podcasts. And let's see if I can bring them up to my brain here, and see who they were. For some reason, my brain just uh, fried on it. Yeah, we've been, I've been listening to Bind on Equip all week long, and I started listening to the podcast. Now, the podcast boys, those boys there are really rude. They need a triple explicit tag, although it doesn't exist. But at any rate, that's uh, my shout-outs, and we're going to continue forth here and talk to you a bit about... Uh, we'll start with Thea and his uh, trips into the... Into the battlegrounds. Well, as I said, I started a priest and I started a shaman. Um, now that I got attuned to 80, I'm kind of interested in trying out some of the other ones. 
as you know, I started out a rogue, got the rogue to 49 now. It's almost 50. It'll be 50 by the end of the weekend, most likely. And my priest is now 12. I, as soon as I hit 10, I took that priest into the battlegrounds. And boy, is that tough at level 10, especially for a priest. But believe it or not, I made it through the first battleground without dying once. I kept my distance, but I spent my whole time just healing whoever I could heal. Second battleground, I started dying like crazy because they kept going after me. Get rid of the healer. First tactic in a battleground, get rid of the healer. You can't kill another player if they've got somebody healing them. So, first tactic is find that healer and mob them. As soon as you get rid of the healer, they all start going down pretty quick. Now, did pretty good on this first stage with my priest. Believe it or not, Alliance Priest, 10 Warsong wins in a row. Before I hit level 12, I hit 1,000 honorable kills. And um, basically 42 Warsong points. Hold on, I just heard something. Did you actually say the Alliance won 10 times in a row on our server? Yeah. Wow. 10 times in a row out of 14, and we tied two of those. Holy smokes, that's like a rarity on our server. I mean, that was doing good. But you got to remember, it's not really our server anymore. Battlegrounds are brought in from every server. Oh, are you seeing lots of different players from other servers now? Yes, I'm seeing players from a lot of different servers. Basically, you got their name and where their um, guild name would be at. Is an well, you got their name, but there's an asterisk on there. That asterisk tells you they're from a different server. Cool. I so know that, that is there, but and that kind of makes it a little harder because you get people from all these different servers who are can be pretty new. I was on last night with my rogue. I'm hitting at 49, and I was two from the top. I got 16 kills, and the one person above me had 18. I still want to get the top kills and find out what they get. I don't know. I haven't found anything in writing, but I'm hoping. Must be some achievement somewhere for there's that. There's got to be achievement for the top kills. There's got to be a special award because people waste their time going out trying to kill things, not work together, and they're just after these kills. So, Warsong Gulch, as I said before, there's really not a lot of strategy to Warsong Gulch. You run out there, you grab a flag, you come back. The best strategy I can tell you. A druid is good at getting the flag. A shaman is pretty good at getting the flag once they're, they've got their shadow wolf form. The big key to it is you got to go as a group to get the flag and you got to have a healer. The healer has to stay with the flag carrier and they have to be willing to die. This is the other thing I see about a lot of people in there is they run off to protect themselves or they start healing themselves and they forget the flag carrier. You stay with that flag carrier, you forget all those side fights, you beat on them as long as they're going with you, as long as the enemy is running with you and the flag carrier, go ahead and beat on them. But if they drop back behind, you don't turn around and go back and kill them, because they will get it, because that is when the chances are their extra buddies are going to show up, and they'll kill you, and you're no, now you're waiting for your dead time to go protect your flag carrier. So by the time your flag carrier gets to a safe place, He's no longer safe because he's lost his whole entourage of protectors. So, recommendation is go with your flag carrier, have a healer with the flag carrier, 
stay with that flag carrier. Beat on them if they run with you. If they turn around and run off to the side, do not do side fights. That's about it for Warsaw Gulch. In a little bit, I'll talk about Arathi a little bit more. Okay, so I'm going to cover now a bit about what I did for Pilgrim's Pride and some of the fun I had in Pilgrim's Pride. You did that already. Oh, did I? Yeah, you covered a lot of those. Uh, um, the same you're brain. getting forgetful already. Yeah, well, you know, brain, brain cloud, whatever. So at any rate, maybe I'll just... Uh, ramble on about the auction house and uh, how well I've done in the auction house this last week. You're doing better than me, but I'm not doing too bad. Well, you know, you got to go into the auction house and you got to buy low and sell high, and I've actually learned some of the uh, some of the key items to regularly buy in the auction house. I can tell you last week at the end of last Saturday, I took and I took a fair chunk of my gold and tweaked out, twinked out a few of my characters. And I was sitting down below 700, and uh, as of today, I'm sitting back up at 2,700. So I made over 2,000 gold in uh, just a matter of a week. And uh, I did all that through the auction house. And I did that with no more than a half an hour a day of logging into the auction house, checking all my stuff, gathering my mail, and then going in and buying a few more items. And I'm actually going to give you a little tidbits of what you want to buy in the auction house. One of the things you want to buy in there is you want to go in and look for things like jewels and gems. Jewels and gems sell really well and they seem to be used in so many different areas by so many different... Every craft almost has a recipe that requires some kind of gem or jewel. And that's why they sell well. So what you do is, this is what I do, is I go in there and I buy up every single gem below a certain gold threshold. Uh, I'm not going to give you what that threshold is just in case you're on my server and you're putting them up for sale and I buy them from you. So at any rate you'll figure that out. You buy those gems and then put them back up in the auction house. Now sometimes you gotta sit and wait. I'm actually one time the biggest one I can give you is Shadow Gem. At one point in time I was sitting on over 300 of them in the auction house. Wow. And then one day I came back to it and 200 of them had sold that day. Somebody was making a lot of stuff with Shadow Gems. So what happened was I sat on it and sat on it and sat on it and I just kept buying up all the low-end ones and all of a sudden, boom, they all sold. What I've started doing is buying up the ore and the, and the metals. And yeah. not doing too, ore, metals, and cloth, just buying anything that's cheap. That's what happens. You got to buy the right items when you're and in the then, auction house. Then you got to do a little bit of research. You got to go back in and before you post it, do some checking to see what they're running at, and don't just chart. Don't just um, take the default market value necessarily on some of these things. You've got to make some determination sometimes. And okay, I'm gonna put this above default. It may not sell this round, but you're marking the price. You're pushing the price up. That's the biggest thing. Is the, the other thing is you got to sit. You got to sit and not and hold your line Patience. on pricing. So at any rate, the auction house is the place to go if you need gold. Um, if you want some tips on that, you want to get some direct info, email me at ankonsu at newtemple.com. That's a h k o n s u at newtemple n u t e m p l e dot com. Yeah, definitely email him. He's the auction house master, not me. And uh, I'll send you back some tips and info on how it's done. And you can use those on any server, I'm sure. And our server's not all that highly populated right now, so it makes a difference if you're on a high populated server, too. Because then you can really drive the prices up. Now so definitely, um, 
doing the auction house helps out because, like he said, he's twinked out his um, his rogue, and my rogue has been doing nothing but battlegrounds since level 17. And between the battlegrounds and the auction house, I think I'm running maybe two items that are green, and everything else is either blue, and I even got a couple purple items on them now. In fact, I just sent. Akon Su a nice purple dagger. He never replied and said he was going to use it or, oh, send, yeah, I haven't, or uh, send it back. Well, I got it when I'm sitting in syphilis, and I have to decide what, which knife I'm going to give up first. And I even sent it off to my death knight and enchanted it up with fiery weapon, which is good till 60. To yeah. level 60, then it loses its potency. So, I mean, I'm running around with my rogue right now with two blue, two blue daggers. Both of them have fiery weapon on them. One of them has another chance of doing damage, like the fiery weapon. And then I throw poison on top of them. Now that purple dagger that I sent him, it's a nice one, but actually my blue's better. My blue dagger does more damage, but it's not as fast. I haven't quite figured out if damage per second is worth more than the damage itself. Well, the other reason I haven't uh, haven't equipped that dagger yet is the fact also is uh, I have to figure out what I want to give up, whether I want to give up some agility or whether I want to give up some yeah, stamina. Yeah, that's a hard one. I've found, I have found that a lot of these blue items, especially a lot of the purple ones, the purple items don't have stats on them. Yeah, and they do good damage or they're fast, but they don't have stats. That's my problem. Is like if I give up my stats, because my stats really add to my damage and other things in many ways too. So it's really important, especially since I'm uh, one of those lone rogues who uh, tends to spend a lot of time in the wilderness on my own. So well, uh, since I'm doing battlegrounds, I really need to do the. I need to do as much damage on an ambush as possible, not so much the damage per second, because you don't survive long when two or three of them get on you. That's true. I mean, I did pretty good. Like I said, I got 18 on, 18 kills, and somebody had 10 killing blows. And eight, I had 18. Somebody had 20 on the last Arathi I did, and I died three times in that one. It was killing a lot, but it was just one of those games that was going right. They weren't swarming me. But later on in that, about three quarters of the way through that battleground, they started swarming me. Because they figured out I was kill I was taking out a lot of priests and a lot of mages. Ah, oh, the life of a rogue. I go after priests and mages. I'm willing to die to get rid of them. You gotta <laughs> love the life of a rogue, man. Everyone loves a rogue. I'm enjoying it. He's pretty fun. Actually, and they, from what I've uh, heard too recently, I was listening to some other podcasts. People were talking about the new patch that's dropping, and with the. Uh, Fix that they're going to uh, that they're bringing out about the rogues and the vanish. People are afraid that the rogues are going to become overpowered again. And I don't think uh, a rogue is really that overpowered. No, but he was at one time, and I don't know if uh, Thea here knows what the uh, how the vanish works in its in its best parts. Vanish does get rid of um, if you're if you can cast it. Like if you're in a you're frozen or something, it does break it. Yeah, well, one of the things about it too is what happens now is, say for instance, you've got your you're, you're in the middle of something and you throw vanish, and somebody's got a dagger or something or a sword or something heading towards you at that instant you throw it and it hits, your vanish is broken. They're fixing that. What'll happen is even if that hit lands on you when you hit vanish, your vanish doesn't break. 
you continue to vanish and disappear. That, I think that should be that way. That's the way you, it always was before. Because once you cast, because they've got them. Once they cast certain things, it goes. It's like that priest shield. And that's the thing. And but by having that, that means if you vanish, you're going to be able to actually truly vanish and then come around and do. Now I am looking ball. for somebody. If we got some listeners out there to play priests, since I just started one, I would like some more insight on how that shield works and how it's gone. Because I tell you what. Mine never seems to stay up as long as the people, near as long as the ones I'm fighting stays up. Ask for tips on how to kill priests with a rogue. Yes. <laughs> oh, that shield's murder. Well, yeah, we know that. But at <coughs> any rate, we're going to uh, move on and cover some news here in a sec. Yeah, news. I guess speaker World over here is real news. quiet. Okay, and in World of Warcraft news this week, what do we have? We have the gamer earns every World of Warcraft achievement. I'm sure everyone's heard about this by now, especially if you're in the game. God, I thought I played a lot. This guy here, he's a little Taiwanese man. His uh, character's name is Little Gray. He uh, has supposedly finished the massive on online World of Warcraft player game. And Little Gray... I never thought there was an ending to this game, and there, apparently there is. There right? is no ending. It's just it's just he, he accomplished every single achievement available, 986. Although, technically, he only did 985 because one of the achievements he did is no longer available, which gave him 986 because supposedly he missed an achievement. I can't remember where that's at in the news stories right now. But at any rate, he's got 986 in-game achievements done. Along the way, he killed 390,000 creatures. He completed 5,906 quests. That's 15 per day for his entire playing time. On an average? <laughs> yeah. So the guy has done quite a bit. So what's he going to do now? I guess he's going to go to Disneyland. <laughs> um, at any rate, that's the, big, that's the big breaking news in World of Warcraft. And well, we didn't you have some more on what's going to happen with some of the, with this new patch? And 3.3 patch? I don't have all the notes handy. I can go grab them for you real quick, though, if you want to. If you yeah, want. you're the one that's better at the research and keeping up on what's coming than I am. Hold on. Okay, so for test realm patch notes, we all know that uh, patch 3.3 is going to be dropping pretty soon. And what are we going to expect in it? Well... What's coming up, of course, is the Ice Crown Citadel. A whole new area again. Yeah, a whole new area is coming in. We've got some new quests coming in. Um, new character creation. Although the uh, character race changes and faction changes is now active, so if you decide you want to move your character from one, one faction or race to another, you can, although that is a paid service. And we've got some new emote, emotes coming. It looks like the meeting stones are getting some changes. If you happen to use the meeting stones, it's only going to be required, required that the character's minimum level be 15. There'll be no maximum level character required to use the meeting stones. General, oh, is that maybe that's going to do away with you don't meet the standards for the stone now? That's what's because I've to been do. too high for some stones when I've we've helping out our lower levels. That's right. That's what it's supposed to do, is to be able to allow you to bring your lower levels over to some areas. Because you can get there a lot, a higher level, get there a lot quicker, because they may have the, they probably got the fly points, or they're higher level, and they can get, they can fight their way in easier. But what, the meeting stones always required two people. Right. 
And a lot of the times when I've gone in to help lower levels, I can't even use the meeting stone because I'm too high for that meeting yeah, stone. They're removing that high level thing. That uh, will be thing. beneficial. That's going to be quite beneficial for folks. Now, there are also going to be some default equipment changes. Um, rogues are now going to be starting with dual weld auto wield automatically instead of having to earn the second the second the ability to wield two daggers you're going to start with dual wield and they're also going to give you two daggers to start that's not bad but Which I guess is, it's not it, it's good for starting out a new rogue but it's it really good for a new rogue and all other classes except shamans will be starting with two-handed weapons equipped and the required skill already known. Shamans will start with a one-handed weapon and a shield as they benefit more from the shield than they would a two-handed weapon. Um, health and mana regeneration, this is the one I mentioned before. The regeneration rates are going to be increased by 200% for low-level characters. And as a, as a level increases, the regeneration rates will gradually reduce. That will help when you're in the low levels, below 15, where you run completely out of mana and then you got to sit down and well, I'm telling wait. you, with that healer, I couldn't even fight something the same level as me one more than one fight before I'd have to take off. And this is, the, this is the other thing on that. Spell mana costs are going down. The costs are going to be reduced for all lower level ranks so that they don't run out of mana as fast. So they're so going to encourage people to, and make it a little easier to get up that first few levels than it was before. Now some of the other cool things here in particular, I like to go down and uh, check out the uh, rogue ones. And the rogue ones are going to uh, have, of course we mentioned to do well, the stealth. This ability, the stealth ability is no longer going to have multiple ranks. So if you're a low level rogue, right now you get stealth. The first stealth you get, you get 25% movement, man. You creep. Yeah. And it takes you a while to get up there to like right now my rogue when I stealth I've got over 70 I've got 75 plus movement so I've almost got full movement and you used to have to work your way up to it well now you're going to start with that automatically full movement full movement while stealth oh that's going to change things and that's it's not going to be 100% but it's going to be 70% movement speed so does it go up at all later or is that gonna there's be ways to make it go up with glyphs and other stuff increase it yeah because I've, I've and the subtlety uh, tree is going to get some uh, stuff. The cooldown is going to be reduced down to 8 minutes from 10 minutes. And the filthy tricks cooldown is going to reduce also. So there's going to be some really nice benefits coming in there. It looks like they're beginning to do I've some nerfing. I've got my bandage down to 2 minutes with a glyph and some of the talent tree. Now they've also got some other new stuff coming in. and I'm not going to go through and read everything here on here. You can always pop over to worldwarcraft.com patch notes to get the latest uh, patch notes from uh, World of Warcraft and find out what's happening. Now 3.3, the reason I know it's dropping soon, of course, is a few days ago when I logged on, I got the first part of the data download. I don't know if everyone else has gotten that yet when they logged on. I've never seen it, but I may have walked away. But that's, that's, that indicates that the patch is getting ready to drop. As far as I know, the PTR is still running. I never used the PTR, so I don't know. Maybe when I get a level 80 character, I'll start popping into the PTR from time to time just to uh, check it out. Because the PTR gives you the advanced viewing of all the cool stuff that's changing. I understand that the tier 10 gear is available to look at and other things if you're that kind of crazy player. Well, but, yeah, but the tier stuff, you've got to do battlegrounds and arena to get that kind yeah. of stuff. And it's mostly arena. I know last podcast I said I was going to do some stuff on arena. I hadn't been able to get in. I got in once with, with Thea, and I got my ass wiped within two seconds by a rogue. 
Yeah, well, there you go. Uh, I'm not run. geared for it, so that's one of the problems. Um, I've tried with my Rogue. I've tried with my low levels to get in. And I've had Arena going for an hour, and not one single Arena's come up. And So I go back, because I run Arathi, and I run Warsong, and I take whichever Battleground comes up first, usually. So I always want to have both Battlegrounds running, or trying to get into both. So at any rate, it looks like patch notes are going to be pretty cool, and that's some of the that's some of the news in uh, Warcraft and what's happening in game, out of game, and uh, coming up next, I'm not certain what's coming I guess up next. I'm going into a Rothy for a little okay, bit. Okay, we're going to be coming up with a Rothy here in just a half a month. Yeah. So here we are. We're coming in. Thea is going to talk to you about a Rothy Basin. Well, a Rothy Basin, uh, still the same thing as usual. People going off and doing on their own. I was in there last night with my rogue. Like I said, at 49, you're the top dog. You can take out a lot of things before they can take you out. And it takes three, probably now it takes four or five of them to take me out. At least three, minimum. But that's not going to last long. The experience points are pretty good in a, in a battleground. It's not going to last long at all. I've probably got another three or four hours worth of battlegrounds I might get away with if I'm lucky even that much. And I might hit 50 and be the bottom man. The last night made a suggestion. Here's the latest one. It seems to work pretty good. It's the, you, as you know, when you go into the battleground, you're already in three groups. So it's group one. I just tend to keep it nice in a set order. Group one to the stables. Group two to the gold mine. Group three to the lumber mill. The change I added to it last night when I made the suggestion is group one to the stables, group two to the lumber uh, gold mine, plus one from group one. Group three to the lumber mill plus one from group one. That gave them an extra body going in to, the, to try and take the original flag. You only need three people at the stables at the beginning. It takes a little while for the horde to get over there. If the horde get organized and they start their sweeps, you're going to have a hard time with them because you're, it's really hard to break their sweep unless you can get really organized. Okay, basically what the Horde does when they start a sweep is they will take their initial two or three. They'll leave two guards, maybe three behind, and everybody else gets in one big group and they go after the stables. But here's the thing, by taking the stables, this is the kicker to it. When they got the stables, and if you're out trying to get a flag and you happen to get killed, if you're not the right, if you're not close enough to one of the places you do have, guess where you respawn at? Back at your original graveyard. And if the horde have the stables, they will farm you coming out of your graveyard, trying to get back into the game. This is why they take the stables. But they do it with a group. They don't go in there with four and five people. They go in there with seven and eight of them leaving a minimum of two in each of their other ones. So if they've left six behind out of 15, they've got nine, eight or nine people at the stables. That's why they can hold it. When the Alliance takes the farm, they can't hold it. They try to go in there with five people and try and hold the farm and try and farm the graveyard like the Horde does. You can't do that with five people. You have to have eight or nine people sitting there. And there have to be healers in that group or you're not going to survive it either. Here's the key, the key to this is you lose the stables 
you lose your graveyard area capability because when you're not near one of your own areas that you flag that you control and you die, the only other place you appear is the stables, graveyard. So you can try that one. It seemed to work last night. And um, had my three people at the stables. We held the stables the whole time. We kept getting attacked by two to four people, and we had a healer, a paladin, and me as a rogue. And we did pretty good. And all of a sudden, my paladin jumped on his horse and started to ride off. You know what I did? I sent him a little whisper. said, we're winning. Don't you like to win? I know it gets boring standing here waiting for them to attack us, but wouldn't you rather win than go off and do what you want to do? He came back. <laughs> This is why the alliance loses. It is boring to sit there and guard a flag because you have to wait for the horde to come to you. But you win. One point versus three points. There you go. What do you want? I tell you what, I get a lot of good gear buying it from a Rothy Basin vendor and Warsong vendor. And it's much easier to buy that gear with those points when I win more than I lose. That it would be. You get more points for winning. So... And there's a lot more experience points for that win, too. It depends on what you're going in there. I'm using the battleground to level up. It's I like it. I like killing other players. I'll have to I'll have to go into the battlegrounds, but I want to make level fifty five before I do that. So that's what I'll be that's what I'll be working on the next 55 couple of days. Fifty five is a good level to be in the battleground. You're not too low and you're not at the top dog, but you can you can survive. Yeah, and it shouldn't take me too long to get it while I'm sitting in Cephalus. I mean most of the characters in Cephalus are uh Syphilis. <coughs> it's yes. a bad name. It's really. a really bad name. And it's a nasty place. No, it, it's typical of the designers at Blizzard. If you pay attention to most of the stuff in the game, there is all this wonderful innuendo and hints and other things. I mean, after all, you, you heard about, uh, uh, what was that? That was um, Harris Pilton's Portable Hole. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's no, no, there's nothing innuendo about that at all. Well, there's still people out there mohawking you for Mr. T's mohawk. Oh, that's what I wanted to make a mention of. Was, yeah, Mr. T's bloody mohawk grenades, man. I'm uh, Every time I turn around, I'm wearing this bloody mohawk head, too. Well, apparently, Mr. T has a character, and he plays this game, apparently. Well, well, at least that's what the ads say. Well, he might actually have that thing. Well, what was funny was is they data mined the uh, Night Elf Mohawk before this was announced. And they said, oh, Night Elf Mohawk uh, mask has showed up. Is that going to be a new character class? Well, it's and NPC is what it turned out to be, because they actually created the Night Elf, Night Elf Mohawk in honor of, of course, Mr. T's famous commercial from several years ago. And now they've in, in, introduced the uh, Mohawk grenade so you can uh, blast your buddies or... What you do actually is you have loads of fun with it. You go into an auction house that's really popular, like the one in uh, in Stormwind, and you throw it in there, and that's where everybody in the room gets boom turned I into a mohawk. I haven't even noticed there's, a, there's no achievement attached to it. Nope, no achievement, anything. no achievement attached to it. It's just for fun. Then of course there's the other one that I keep running into lately, which is the disco ball. I ain't seen that one yet. Somebody keeps setting up these disco balls in the uh, auction house in uh, in Stormwind. Every time you turn around, all of a sudden my character's dancing. And it's like, what the hell? Now look, oh, somebody set up the bloody disco ball again. Because the moment you come within range of the disco ball, you start dancing. It's actually kind of funny. So there's all kinds of actually, little. Actually, they do some. I mean, that could, your tunes do some pretty good dancing. It depends on your tune, man. I have a uh, 
I have a human uh, a human female mage, and she does the macarena, man. Now, <laughs> uh, you a male human actually does get, get, can get a little sexy in part of his dance. Yeah, you ever see the uh, the night the night elf uh, dance? The yeah. Night elf one is really uh, it's like a throwback to Michael Jackson, I believe. I believe it's a Michael Jackson type of dance. Yeah, but every race has a, every race. Every race every has a different dance. Sex has its own little dance. Oh, and supposedly this is a rumor that is unconfirmed. But in the coming Cataclysm, there's going to be a dance studio where you can go in and get your character and have it learn the different dances. Whoa, that'd be interesting. That, that's a rumor, though. I love to start rumors, and so if it's not already out there, I think I heard it somewhere, but I'm going to start it now. Just for What fun. I'd like to see is War, uh, uh, WoW come up with a quest to start learning the Horde language or something. Nope, they won't allow that. They, it's, it's, it's bad enough that with the new Battle.net, you can actually talk cross-faction. If you get your buddies, if you get your buddies on a vent server or something, you know. Well, if we if we had buddies playing or we could get on Ventrilo and talk to each other. But and then there's also something else I wanted to make mention of is the uh, great uh, free pets you got recently. If you were paying attention, you get the uh, Anexia mini whelp, and uh, if just for logging in. Yeah, but you had to log in just in that one night though. Oh, did all the other people logging in uh, didn't get it? Oh, it sucks to be them. As far <laughs> as I know, it was just that one night. It was well, the anniversary I, night. You got it if you logged in. Well, I happen to be lucky. Must have been an achievement attached to that for logging no, in. No achievement. You just yeah, got to... No, there was an achievement. Oh, yeah. There's the... Uh, well, logging yeah, in on the anniversary. The World of Warcraft uh, uh, anniversary achievement. That's not an achievement. Yeah. <laughs> no. I've been seeing people in the last couple of days still getting that achievement for logging in. Well, maybe there was a time frame attached to it. I just didn't, I haven't noticed it recently. So at any rate, they're they're they're. Uh, I I just saw in their forums today though that the uh, the anniversary is over and they've given away all their good stuff. So I didn't get any of it, unfortunately. I didn't get anything but the pet. Well, they were actually giving out um, they were giving out prizes to people depending on when they first started playing World of Warcraft. Ah. And you would have had to have started playing uh, back in the beginning to get the really cool prizes. The people that started playing from day one, they were eligible to win themselves a uh, a Mac Power Book. It was really oh uh, okay, real life prizes. Real not, life prizes, not man. game prizes. No, no, real life stuff, man. Real, real stuff. So at any rate, I also wanted to make a quick mention here. I was just looking over the Winter Veil that's happening. And it looks like there's some pretty cool achievements in there. In particular, I saw the one. It's called Fa La 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 Ogri La. Uh, and you got to complete the bombing, bombing raid while mounted on a flying reindeer during the Feast of the Winter Vale. That looks like one I'm going to have to go figure out what it is because I want to go fly on a reindeer. And it, I'm guessing that it's going to happen near Ogremont. Get yourself to 60 and you'll be able to fly wherever you want. And outland in North End. Not in the old country, man. I'm still in I'm still in vanilla wow areas right now. Okay? Yeah, no, you got to get to 58 before you can go to outland. Actually, I've been to outland a couple of times already. Now, it's North End you've been to. Oh, no, I've been one to, way to outland. I have been to outland once. I don't know how I got there, you but I get know I was there. I got there somehow. Somebody ported you to Shatrack. I have never been ported. I have never caught a port. I don't know how you got that. There's I, no boats in Outland. I, I'll find out. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go find out how I got there. Yeah, I'd like to know. But I, I don't know. I know it because the area is not darkened on my map, which tells me I was there. When I look at my when I look at my map, it says I was there. So I was there. I, I just don't know how. It's probably something I got to, and I went, "Holy shit! These characters are way too high above my level. Get back on the boat and get out of here." Yeah, but there ain't a boat out land. There is the north end though. Yeah, well. At any rate, moving on here, we gotta head on off, and we're gonna take a quick pause.
There's never been a better time to get on the internet than now. Fire Dragon Hosting offers all the tools you need to get started fast and easy, including one-click install of the most popular of blogging programs, WordPress. With that, you can be online tonight and showing off your website. So now that you're ready to get on the web, Fire Dragon Hosting is the place to go. Stop by FireDragonHosting.com today for fast, easy, simple installation of your website. So at any rate, this is going to bring us to a close on our uh, on our podcast number five, and uh, we're going to ramble on here a little bit more. Just uh, about come on, we want folks, emails. Send us emails. Send us the good, the bad, the ugly. We really want to hear from you folks out there. We know people are listening to you. I've looked at my stats. This last couple of weeks from the podcast we put out, it was it was downloaded over seventy times, and I know I didn't download it seventy times myself. I can account for maybe two. I can account for one. So you know that means there's you know sixty something other users out there, or one person downloaded it sixty times and really enjoyed it. So who knows? Maybe they're if you enjoyed it that much. You should at least rated it. Yeah. So at any rate, we know some people are listening to it. So come on, give us some feedback. We really want to hear from you. We want to know what you'd like us to do, anything you'd like us to cover, any tips. Tell us how much fun we are, whether we're entertaining or whether we suck or, you know, the good stuff. Hey, we can't improve if we don't get feedback, and if we don't get feedback, we think we're doing great. So next time around, we'll cover more of the same. You know, we're starting to uh, starting to get into this podcasting, and it's starting to come together pretty nicely for us. And I'm hitting level 50 on my rogues. That means, as far as I remember, that means a new battleground for me. Yeah, I think I get to go to Alteric Valley, if I remember correctly. I haven't been into Alteric Valley yet. I know that's available for my rogue. It's a long one. Alteric Valley is a very long battleground. I have been. I was in it with my paladin. Yeah, Alteric Valley. It's, I, I have yet to go to that uh, that one there. Yeah, if I remember off my notes, I've got to get 60 Alteric Valley points. So that I can buy the armor I want by well, level maybe 50. when you go 50, maybe when you're in the 50s, we'll go there. Yeah, I've already got, I'm almost maxed out. Oh, that's one thing I have never covered. Believe it or not, there is a maximum amount that you can have for a battleground points. Oh. It's 100. You get anything over 100, they mail them to you in your email, and they're good for 25 hours. Or something like that. 24 hours is all it's good for. So it's you, not a 30-day email. So it's a use them or lose them sort of thing. Yep. Anything over 100, and I'm sitting at 80-something in each, almost 90 in each one of my battlegrounds. So hopefully I can do that. Before. I, I'll get my last one, so I'm sitting on 100 in each. Because my next purchase of items is not until 58. Basically your items are in, at level 50 for some things. Or basically they're in 10 level increments. So Warsong, um, Warsong items start at 18, 28, 38 onward, and the few of the Arathi items that you can get, I think, start on even levels like at 20 or something like that. I'll do double checking before the next, the next um, podcast, and I'll let you know what levels you can start buying your first items and what increments they come in. Well, we'll cover that, but uh, we'll cover lo- we'll cover lots of other things, and we're going to bring in some news. And who knows? Maybe I'll have, I'll even actually find some time to record us some cool sound effects. Also, to let you folks out there know, we've got to make some changes to our music in this in this podcast. And if you have any bands out there that would love to uh, 
have some yourself, advertising. Have yourselves free promotion and provide us with some really cool music. We can use it for intros and outros and you know all kinds of fun stuff. Hey, send us an email. Send it to uh, Sue at NewTemple.com or send it to Thea at NewTemple.com and we'll be happy to uh, help you out along the way. So anyway, go visit our, go visit our uh, website too. We've also got a guild if you happen to uh, come along to the uh, Borean Tunda realm and you want to join our guild. We have a nice <laughs> guild that we're slowly building up. It's just a social guild right now. We're not doing anything special, but hey, we provide bank tabs and uh, tabards and all kinds of other cool stuff. We put stuff. lots of stuff in there to help you out at the beginning levels. Yeah, we like to help any, anybody along. So come visit us and come join our guild. And uh, this is this is Aunt Khonsu, that's A-H-K-O-N-S-U at NewTemple.com. And Thea at T-H-A-E-L-A-H at NewTemple.com. Send us emails. We need feedback. Go to iTunes when you download our podcast. Give us a quick rating. So anyway, that's it for our podcast. It's the Crusaders of New Temple. And later on. Bye. Ha, 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 ha.